Hey man. What's up? Uh, have you ever heard of Pepsi? Pepsi. Yep. Okay. Like the, are they okay? <laughs> I, Is I, Pepsi okay? I mean, that's is it subjective is, is Pepsi. Okay. It's subjective. Have you heard of Pepsi's jet? The pe- well, no, I was trying to think of a jet ski like a oh. that's what I was going for, which is what they should absolutely hold on patent oh. that right now. <laughs> Cut that out. Don't let them steal that idea. That's a corporation. I don't trust them. Okay, they'll take that idea. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's fueled on yeah. Pepsi. Ooh, uh, what the does it exist? Pepsi jet ski. This guy looks like Pepsi killed his family. I like podcast. the idea Are they that, he, that he <laughs> specifically him listens to this podcast <laughs> and it's just my ex-girlfriend's dad <laughs> driving to work, you know, <laughs> and, and he's he like, we're his daily routine. Things I learned last night. What? Um. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, Pepsi. Go- Pepsi. dot com exists. Oh, it I is feel- like a family's personal ski trip. No, it's portfolio. Like, it, it's Pepsi. Like, I kid you not. It's their personal, just like yearly photo album. Great, put it up on the screen. And it's just a Let's bunch show of the world. Links. What is it? The Pepsi family. No, they're the. Are they pretty? Are Palaus- they pretty people? Palauskville? Uh, I don't know. Palauskville? It's literally, it's literally summer 2000 at the McRaeter State Park, summer 2000 at the Redwoods, uh, summer or Christmas 2003. Yos- Yosmite Christmas. So, they, wait, you just they found. They misspelled Yosemite. Yeah, oh, this is you genuinely. Said Yosmite? It says Yosmite. They, did, they misspelled Yosmite. This is, I'm not even Yosemite. kidding you. Hold on. We'll put it, I'll put it up here. You have to see this. Can you this see is, their pictures? Should we blur their face or what? Uh, I don't know. They put it on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> this is genuinely oh, like you really can't. personal. Wait, 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 wait. Go back, go back to the first page. Go back to the first page. Look at the top. It's trains with their face on them, like Thomas the Tank Engine. Why did they do and that? Kate. Whoa! It's genuinely just a photo album. How did we stumble into this? Ah. <laughs> ah. Uh, uh, what? Jones Farm, 2002. Dang. Wait. Do none of these work? Well, no, I, I know a couple of them have worked. Yeah, here's Pissy Land with Grandma. I can't believe we just found this. Wow, what a find! Wow, bookmark it. Okay. Save it for later. We're gonna <clears throat> use just their pictures in the thumbnail. <laughs> it's just the train pictures. <laughs> we gotta find these people. Yeah, this is crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, the trains. What is that? <laughs> Well, that was an interesting way to start an episode. <laughs> uh, no, Pe- Pepsi, Pepsi, Pepsi's jet, Pepsi's, Pepsi's jet. Have you heard jet. of Pepsi's jet? No. Um, great. I'm excited about this. Um, uh, okay, so picture this. It's Wait, the 90s. Is there a documentary about this? There is a documentary. Are you about, about to this? plagiarize the whole documentary? <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna have him lip sync the documentary. No, we can cut this part out. This is me making fun of Tim. You know what yeah, Tim straight you, up does? You don't have to cut this part out. No, okay, fine. Leave it in. 
I tell Tim, I go, hey, did you see that new documentary about that? He goes, that was really interesting. And he'll go to tell me about it. I go, well, just tell me on my podcast. And then he goes, well, there's a documentary about it. I don't want to tell you. That would be plagiarizing. And I go, you can't plagiarize events, dude. Like, I mean, if we both, like. Yeah, I mean, there's a documentary about it. Yeah. And that's my source. <laughs> Great. Uh, no, Wikipedia is my source. We all know that. Um, yeah, so it's the 90s, mid 90s. Um, Pepsi uh, is in the middle of. Uh, do you remember this in the 90s, the Pepsi generation thing? How old well do you remember the 90s? Um, I mean, I remember every moment of every day. Um, it's honestly a, a burden that I carry, uh, <laughs> something that I can't escape. Like, even the, the worst days, I just remember <laughs> such vivid memories of all of them. And I yeah. wish that I could wake up one day and not remember. I've envied people who are like, oh man, I don't remember that, you know? Mm-hmm. But every mm-hmm. day I'm just flooded. So, what name a date? Uh, hold on. Let me think for a second. <laughs> uh, just a date. Name any date. Uh, January 10th, 2002. Ah, Thursday. I remember. Tell me about it. Um, that 2002. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> we were. Where was I? It was a it was a snowy afternoon in the Vern. Yeah. You know, just uh, you know, I was in second grade. Yeah. It, what is what is that? What? What do you you look like? You're looking at something. I'm not looking at anything. I'm oh, waiting okay. to hear what you had to say. What about day was January tenth on 2002? Oh, gosh, I don't know. I do. Do you want another one? What day of the week was it on? <clears throat> January tenth, two thousand two, was a Thursday. <laughs> Name another one. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm joking. Uh, July first, seventeen seventy six. Seventeen seventy six. Ah, yes, <laughs> a Tuesday afternoon. Um, <laughs> yeah. A Tuesday, Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> I gave you a day and you picked. You were like, ah, Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> no, I was there. <laughs> what day was July first, seventeen seventy six? It was a Monday. You oh, were close. You were very close. Oh, the great time change though um, is <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> great time change. That, you know, they established a leap day. Yeah. After that, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, you could have just said it was a Tuesday, dude. I could have. But I would have been lying. All right, you know what else happened? July first, seventeen seventy six. Pepsi <laughs> had a jet. Pepsi was founded. Uh, no, this is the Pepsi. Uh, the nineties uh, was. Uh, I didn't realize this. Apparently, it lasted a lot longer than the nineties. I looked it up. Oh, I thought you were saying the nineties lasted a lot longer than you thought they did. And I was like, okay, <laughs> the nineties lasted two oh full decades. Gosh, dude, the nineties were so long. Uh, uh, yeah, so apparently in the '60s they kicked off this thing called the Pepsi Generation, okay, because Pepsi was trying to like take market share from Coca-Cola. Sure, uh, and there was actually a contest. I don't know why, but my grandma was a Pepsi like diehard. Well, that makes sense. She was part of the Pepsi Generation. Um, you think? So? I mean, she was 25 when I guess when this, in 1960. Yeah, yeah it, they launched this contest, and okay. whoever wrote a new slogan for Pepsi would get a new car. Oh, um, and the winner. What kind uh, of car? Uh, um, I actually don't know. Pepsi. Uh, Alan Alan P- 
pot potash 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 okay um he came up with the the pepsi generation thing that he won the car and the the pepsi generation was the slogan yeah, well no the the slogan was come alive you're the pepsi generation oh okay and uh yeah and then all their marketing for the next like 40 years was it's the pepsi generation but they didn't understand how generations worked i guess um because it was like a couple of generations became the sure. Pepsi generation. Um, I think the 90s should have been the surge generation. But um, Pepsi got really excited um, uh, about the Pepsi generation, did all the, the marketing for it. And it was this, uh, uh, the youth culture thing, right? Sure. The youth picked up on it. The youth was hyped about it. And there was like Pepsi merch. And, and, and we did the, that one minute episode about the Pepsi video game. They were trying to be a youthful corporate. Sure. Corporation. <laughs> They've always been trying to appeal to the youths, and they always just miss like the they mark do a little bit. Much of that. Anymore. You don't think so? you don't remember the the commercial they did, the Super Bowl <clears throat> commercial, where Kylie, uh, not Kylie, yeah, is it Kylie Jenner? One of the Jenners hands the crosses the picket line. It's got the police, and then protesters, and then one of the Kardashians walks up and gives the police a Pepsi. And it's like, oh, we're all coming together. Oh. And then everyone was like, hey, take that ad down. That's not that isn't that's not what we're doing here. You don't remember that? What was that? 2000? Yeah, was that 2017? I just found it. Okay. I was going to say it wasn't. Yeah. Interesting. This yeah, is so after all the protests. And you don't like, remember here, that ad at all. Here, have a Pepsi. And they're like, yeah, dude, the police pepper sprayed us at their, at, <laughs> you know, like maybe don't do My, that. <laughs> I love and that was much, pre all the 2020 stuff. I love how much this police officer seems to just not want this Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like, uh, fine. I'll take that, I guess. Dude, and the guy in the back exclusively plays f- fake police officers. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about? Like the guy right there. <clears throat> he is a he's an amateur wrestler with the chin strap beard. Yeah. Yeah. And he like that's his his job is to be a fake police and, officer. And, and the person behind him was not cast for this. That person is just that's that person is a fake police officer. <laughs> that person saw all these fake police officers walking in and was like, oh, I gotta go be a part of that. Yeah, I, I mean, but look at gear. their look at the outfit. You know what I'm saying? Like this yeah. is, and then it's this not was a the very ad. convincing police uniform. I gotta this be was honest. 2017. It's a mailman with a walkie-talkie, is what that costume is. But she walks up and hands him a Pepsi, and it was supposed to be like Pepsi brings us together, and people were like, "We're not trying to be together with the police." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's pretty funny. I I just can't get over how much the director wasn't like, hey, look like you're excited to get this Pepsi. Sure. Like this guy looks just like this guy looks like Pepsi killed his family. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he looks like I'll take the Pepsi. I get yeah. whatever. Who cares? That kills me. Also, the Pepsi can. I don't think that's there. I don't think no, that's don't real. Think is. That looks that's like a, a CGI. Pepsi that looks can. like it's it's photoshopped in. Yeah, they weren't sure. They made the ad and they went to Coke first. <laughs> And they were like, "What do you guys want to say?" It? It's just it, a green can. Yeah, it was supposed to be Yankee Candle, and then they were like, well, "Hold on, Yankee we don't think Candle we want it." So, <laughs> so Yankee Candle breaks the line. You know what I'm talking about? And they were like, they were like, uh, the slogan was "Peace." Can you smell it? And um, and they didn't know how bad of a slogan that was going to be for 2020. Yeah, yeah. Yankee, and so Yankee Candle was like, "Man, you really crossed the line with this one." Oh, there you go, there you go, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, sell yeah. it to Pepsi. <laughs> so Pepsi was like, we want to get in touch with the youths and also the police. Um, yeah. So honestly, I'm noticing a trend here with Pepsi. Um, their attempts to connect with the youth never work out. Uh, okay. Um, here's a good example: the Pepsi chat. Uh, in the mid '90s, they ran this ad. Sure. And it was the biggest promotional campaign they had ever run to this point. The concept yeah. of it was it was this Pepsi points, and so every Pepsi can, bottle, uh, Pepsi paraphernalia, yeah, yeah. whatever you drink your Pepsi with. My mom did the Coke points. There were Coke points. You would unscrew the lid, yeah. and there was you know, a little code underneath it. Yeah, and Pepsi is the same thing. You you add up your points. There's a little catalog, like okay. like when you sold stuff in grade school, and if you had enough points, you could trade it in for. Yeah, but when you like when you look at the prizes that you can get for the amount of money you spend on actual yeah, like it never Coke, adds up. it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, and so it's like, it, it, I mean, you could get like a Pepsi t-shirt. You get like, it was just a bunch of Pepsi merch, right? Yeah, and so the ad is this kid wakes up in the morning and it feels like it feels the ad feels like a scene out of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay, like he wakes up they Hits the, hits the alarm, realizes he's late for school, gets up and throws on his Pepsi shirt, grabs his Pepsi backpack, rides his Pepsi skateboard through his house, and then like all rides this his stuff. Pepsi skateboard through his Pepsi house, <laughs> runs into his like, Pepsi dad. <laughs> it's Pepsi man, you know, runs into his dad in the hallway, goes, "Get out of my way, dad!" Come on, po- come on, Popsy. <laughs> hey, then, Pops. And then my dad is Pop. <laughs> yeah, and then his his Pepsis is there. Um, Pepsis sounds like a disease. <laughs> Pepsis so gross. And uh, and then he you know has a Pepsi with his breakfast. You know, pep, pep, my Brexy. This is my Brexy, Brexy. Pepsi. <laughs> so then he Brexy skates Pepsi. outside to what his jet. Well, yeah. So the ad ends. Uh, with like schools in session because he's late. Remember? Oh sure, schools in session. All the kids are in class and all their papers blow off their tables because like I don't know sure. if they had the windows open. And the kid lands on the lawn of the school in a Harrier jet. And then this and this shows up on screen. It says Harrier fighter, seven million Pepsi points. And this was the the bit the whole time. Everything yeah. that they showed, it was like ten Pepsi points, a hundred Pepsi points, seventy Pepsi like. How many Pepsi points it took to redeem? And then it goes seven million Pepsi points for this Harrier jet, which is those like vertical takeoff and landing jets. Yes, um, and uh, obviously a joke, right? Um, Did they have that in the fine print? <laughs> no, this is all that was on the screen. <laughs> so I don't know if you've watched many commercials, but there's a ton of text at the bottom now, <laughs> and I feel like this commercial is probably one of the reasons. Also, if you well, watch our podcast on YouTube, there's a <laughs> lot of text at the bottom. There's a lot of text. Write that down for Connor's. So yeah, he can. <laughs> Please use the sample Latin text. You know what I'm talking about, like that. <laughs> the lorem ipsum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lorem yeah. ipsum. Yeah, just put that at the bottom. Fill the whole screen if you want. Who cares? <laughs> Disclaimer. It's an audio podcast. You know. Um, yeah. So. Uh, you're if right. you're listening, oh wait, wait, wait. Let me do one of those. If you're listening to the podcast, you know what I'm talking about. Like, if yeah, yeah, yeah. so, take this little section of, of speech right now. This thing that I'm saying right now, and then speed it up ten x times. You know, so that way it's like that little disclaimer at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pepsi, throw it at the end. Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, 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 most people saw that and were like, "Oh, it's a fun commercial," you know. Uh, but apparently, you and John Leonard are the same. Uh, Where I go, like, how much? How many? What's the dollar amount? Yeah. Uh, so John Leonard was a 21 year old business student. Heck yeah, uh, dude! And he immediately said, 
Seven million Pepsi points. Seven million Pepsi points. Okay. How many dollars is that? <laughs> What's the value of the aircraft? Can't this is one hundred percent how my brain works too? Yeah. As I go, can I? If I just spend twenty million dollars in Pepsi to get a hundred and thirty-five million dollar jet, <laughs> can I net? Is that exactly what happened? Kinda. Um, I mean, so the value of a Pepsi jet at the or a Harrier jet, a Pepsi jet. Okay. Uh, at the time was thirty-seven million dollars. Okay. Um, and you got to spend eighteen was, million, probably. No, not eighteen million. You got to spend. It, they were probably, oh, probably about eighteen if million. You bought, we're buying six packs at the time. It was probably about two bucks. Two bucks a pop. Um, two bucks a pop. <laughs> I hate <laughs> you for that. That was good though. It was smooth. Uh, uh, kind of like Pepsi. So he. Connor, you're gonna have to CGI a can I, I into my can. hand. I got a can. Just edit it. Just edit it. <laughs> just poorly put the Pepsi logo over that. Right too. over, but make it to where you can still Is that a see Pepsi the product? Red Bull logo. That's a Coke product. Um, I don't know actually. Let's. That's a Coke product. Well, let me see. I'm eighty percent sure. Hey, thanks for being here for this episode of Things I Learned Last Night. Uh, if you like this and you want to check out other episodes, please go through our back catalog. There is literally like a hundred and something episodes that you can go check out. One of my favorites is Stanley Meyer, a guy who allegedly invented a water-powered vehicle and then took that invention everywhere and then mysteriously died. So we go through the whole theories of what could have happened to him or like why his idea was plausible, not plausible. Really great episode. But other than that, thank you so much for being here and checking out this one. This episode is brought to you by Miracle Made. Hey, summer's here, and what that means is it's starting to get warmer at night. And if you're anything like me, that means you're waking up all night long covered in a whole lot of sweat. We're all friends here. We can be honest with each other. And if that's you, I recommend you check out Miracle Made. Miracle Made is crazy because their sheets are inspired by NASA. They have this silver infused fabric and it regulates temperature, which means if it's too hot at night, it helps keep you cool. And if it's too cold at night, it helps keep you warm. And it does this all night long. It's really, really cool. And the wild thing is they are luxuriously comfortable and they don't have the high price tag of a lot of other luxury brands out there. So you can feel a lot nicer in these than you would with sheets that you'd find at a lot of five-star hotels. It's crazy. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a friend or a loved one, you, if you order right now, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code Tillin, that's T-I-L-L-N at checkout, you'll get three free towels and you'll save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product that it's backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee, which means if you're not 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin and use the code Tillin to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Tillin to treat yourself. Thanks again to Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Uh, one of the things that I have a problem with is I am a bottler. And that means when I feel something, any emotion, um, typically negative ones, I will bottle it up and pretend it doesn't exist. Uh, it's, a, it's a thing I've struggled with for a long time, uh, and I think a lot of us can sympathize with this. We, we deal with stressors in our lives, whether they're big or they're small things, we bottle them up, uh, and then that can start to affect us negatively. It can weigh us down, but therapy is a safe place we can go to get those sorts of things off of our chest and to figure out what the things are that are actually weighing you down, because sometimes you bottle that stuff up and you didn't realize you bottled it up. Uh, 
that's been something that's been super helpful for me with my relationship with my therapist. He walks me through these things and uh, unscrews the bottle caps and lets, lets things explode all over the place uh, in a safe environment uh, where that's kind of the understanding of what's happening. Uh, if you're thinking of getting giving therapy a try, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient. It's flexible and it's suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get masked with a licensed therapist or switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Um, What's the point per dollar value? I actually do this with my airlines and hotels and stuff. I look up on my yeah. I, cost per point. We can get there because what he first did was he started going and finding family and friends to invest in this endeavor. Yeah, 100%. And so they just started buying a lot of Pepsi. Um, and he said at first they were drinking all the Pepsi. <laughs> After a little bit, they were like, this is a lot of Pepsi. <laughs> and so they just started taking the points off the Pepsi. Um, yeah. Uh, and it, it became a kind of a nightmare to have. Did he run Pepsi the math on how house. many he would have to do though? I believe he did. I don't remember what the, the numbers came out to. Because you got to buy like Wikipedia. Pepsi pallets at that point. Pepsi, yeah, there were pallets of Pepsi in his palace. <laughs> he had Pepsi pallets in his Pepsi palace. Yep. With his Pepsi pups and his Pepsi pops. Pups? Like his dog? <laughs> Pupsy? Pupsy? Pepsis? Pepsis. Popsy? Mom? <laughs> Kate? Yeah. Kate. Kate. She's got her own little folder. Call her mom. Kate. She gets her own little photo yeah. folder. Yeah, she doesn't even get the cool train picture. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> why did they do that? She drank Coca Cola, not Pepsi. That's I'm why. Gonna, I gotta, we gotta post this week of our face on trains. It's funny. Uh, Model trains, though. So he's doing all this, uh, and he he quickly figures out. We don't have the kind of money to buy the kind of the amount of Pepsi cans that we need for this. Sure. And also, there's a storage problem he's running into. We're gonna have to get a lot of Pepsi. Yeah. Store it somewhere. And so he's like, he's like, I need to find like a big pocket investor to help me do this. Sure. Luckily, he knew one. Um, so, who would you go to for money? Do you know anybody in real like in your life that you'd be like, okay, who who if I have an opportunity like this, yeah, and I need somebody to invest multi million dollars, who do you go to? Um, that's interesting. Do you have anybody in your life? I don't know if I have anyone where I that that uh, I I would think would confidently like like I think I know a couple people who who could who could, but I don't think I know people who are like actively investing. In I things, would go to know? my ex girlfriend's dad. <laughs> you know exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> you think that would pan out for you? Yeah. You think he would? I think he thought. I think he's smart. Do you think he still has? And I think he thinks she's dumb. <laughs> I think. Well, uh, last time I talked to him about you. <laughs> yeah, you messed that interaction up, though. That was all you, dude. I don't know. He's weird about you too, though. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. So if you showed back up and be like, "Hey, remember that time your daughter and I broke up?" With an incredible Anyways, opportunity you for you to make it. No, no, no. no. I'm saying I think I know how his brain works. Yeah. In that, if I, I show mean, up I with an opportunity fair. to make money, that's not a pyramid scheme. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, I, 
Yeah. 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 Or Mark Cuban, <laughs> who I also personally know. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Um, so anyways, uh, I like so that he, we had that cold conversation about someone. <laughs> I bet he listens to this. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine if he did? He's just driving to work one day. Are they subtweeting? I like the idea. Are they sub podcasting? That he he (laughs) specifically listens to this podcast. (laughs) And it's just my ex girlfriend's dad (laughs) driving to work, you know? (laughs) And 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 he's like, we're his daily routine. But he was really weird to you about it at Summer Park. Maybe that's because he didn't want. Maybe he didn't want to admit that he yeah, listens to our he podcast. Was like, oh gosh, he was like, he was, oh, he was, he such, was, a, he was such a big <laughs> fan. He's such a big fan that he was really weird, dude. Oh no! Well, I would lose my mind if he showed up on our Patreon supporters one day. Yeah, me <laughs> it was too. just he could afford the monster truck deal. <laughs> he actually could. <laughs> I'm crying, dude. I like the idea that she gets in the car one day, and he's just like, "Oh shoot, I got to press pause on my podcast." What are you listening to? What are you listening to? No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's really funny. That is very funny. I like that uh, a lot. No, so that's John, who I would go to, though, for real. Uh, John Leonard, he was a mountain climber, like an avid mountain climber. That was his hobby. Okay. Um, and he had recently done a mountain climb. Yeah, uh, to know rich people, you got to do rich people stuff. Yeah, you have to have rich people hobbies. Yeah. Um, so he, you're he, never gonna run into rich people. <clears throat> At the at things Walmart. that you do every day, you know what I'm talking about? and this is my this is the entrepreneur podcast now. All right, because like you have to level up your hobbies. You have to, yeah, you have to have yeah. You yeah. can't shop at Walmart. You got to shop at I don't know Whole Foods. Yeah, that's why I'm a bathroom <laughs> attendant at Top Golf, <laughs> and every day I go in there, and if I get tips, I go thanks, man. Thanks. People don't know I'm trying to make a living in here. Could I have your business card? And uh, also, I've got a great opportunity. <laughs> Free to get involved with a, it's a fighter jet. Yep, yep. Uh, <clears throat> now he climbed a mountain in uh, Washington. Okay, the state, not the not DC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he climbed this mountain, and while he was on that trek, uh, he met uh, a dude named Todd Hoffman. Okay. Todd was in his forties at the time. Um, he was a used car salesman and like real estate mogul, um, millionaire, successful dude. Worked like two days a week, made sure. a ton of money, and then just did weird, cool stuff all over the place. Yeah. Um, and so he, he was like, he's like, well, Todd, I know Todd's super rich and they, they, at this point they had done a couple climbs together. Sure. Now. Like they kind of hit it off on that Washington state climb and now they go climb mountains together all over the place. Yeah. Uh, and so he, he calls him and he's like, he's like, hey, he's he's like, like, I got this idea. <laughs> he's like, have you seen that Pepsi commercial they're running right now? <laughs> <laughs> And Todd goes, I don't have a TV. Yeah, Todd's like, I don't watch TV. Oh, I'm yeah, rich. that's a poor person habit. Yeah, that's a poor person thing to do. Yeah. And he's like, Pepsi's running this commercial. What is said, Pepsi? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that. Because <laughs> in the documentary series, <clears throat> every person they interview, they did a blind paste, taste, paste, paste, 
Paste, paste test. Paste, paste test. A paste, paste, paste test. <laughs> a blind taste test. Pepsi and Coke. And they got they had to say which one they liked better. Um, Every was, single one of them said Coke. Was pretty, yeah, Coke definitely won. It was pretty funny because a lot of the Pepsi executives said Coke as well. They couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> And they were like, very hey. confidently. <laughs> yeah, have you were, watched it? They yeah, were. and they're like, like oh, is, "Oh, that's definitely ours." That's definitely. And it's like that's yeah. better for sure. You can taste how more supreme that product is. And they go, "That's actually Coke." And they go, <laughs> "A few of them seem like they kind of die on screen." It's <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> no. They good. go, "Well, I need to update my LinkedIn." <laughs> uh, but uh, Todd was like, "Yeah, they're both awful. I hate them both." He's like, "He's like, I don't want to." He's like, "He's like, yeah. if, if you ask me which one's better, like I can't." choose what's better between two awful things. Yeah, I would but never put these kind of toxins languages. in my body. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, I'm rich. Yeah, that's exactly how we talked. I'm going to be 100 years old <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah, and I still look like this <laughs> because I don't drink Pepsi. I don't drink that crap. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, he, so you told Todd all about the commercial and he's like, he's like, I think I think they owe us a jet if we can get 7 million Pepsi points and he's like, well, <laughs> Uh, Todd's like, okay. He's like, well, that's interesting. What are you trying to do? And he's like, he's like, well, I need enough money to rent a warehouse and to buy all these Pepsis and to hire a team to pull the points off to ship and it to off. Pay for flight school. <laughs> and then, so I can fly my new jet. And what Todd did was Todd was like, okay. And he's like, he's like, well, then what are you going to do once you get the jet? <laughs> and he hadn't thought about it. And so he's like, he's like, he's like, okay, well, Make me a business plan for what what makes this interesting to me. Like, how am I getting my money back on this investment? Yeah. Um, and he's like, he's like, put your business plan yeah, together and come you, back. You can't to list me. a jet on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> you know, you hey, can't. Your jet, Thirty-seven Craigslist million dollars. <laughs> sell your jet. Yeah, that's you know? a tough thing to sell. I mean, if you put it, you could sell it on those uh, uh, like plain marketplace things. But I mean, that's going to sit for years before you find a buyer. You know? Can you? <laughs> I think so. Selling a plane is difficult. Yeah, I, selling is. anything big ticket is difficult. I guess anything anything five figures and up is a hard sell. Sure, <clears throat> and, and the more zeros anything below the, the longer. five figures and below, easy. Yeah, yeah. I spend. I I do that all the time. You want to start a store called Five Figures and Below? Five below? Five fingers and below? Five fingers and below. Five that fingers. sounds like a shoplifting <laughs> store. Like it's designed for you Come to be able to shoplift. shoplift. Five fingers and below. If you can get out, you can have it. Oh, that's <laughs> right. How about that? There's a twenty dollar cover. Five it's, fingers it's like and a, below. There's a guy with a shotgun <laughs> by the door. All right. If you can if take you can it, get out. It's free. Yeah. The slogan is "Come and take it." All or right. Is it just like a really poorly designed sting operation? <laughs> that's all it is. It's a really like he's just there, and I mean he's he's shooting people. You know, have you seen the new, uh, the new "Don't Tread on Me" flags that people are doing with the uh, gas with the pride flag behind it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I. <laughs> no, with the gas stoves. Oh come on! This stuff is that so stupid, killed dude. Killed me. That killed me. I have a gas stove. Do you? Yeah. I know your cognitive yeah. thinking is below I'll, mine. I'll uh, I'll set them on You'll fire sit with, there my, <laughs> with my gas stove. <laughs> Do a gas stove noise. That's pretty good, actually. Had the little. Yeah, th- I use it every day. Yeah, honestly, no, I can. Honestly, here's the thing: it's a pain to clean. Sure, it dro- everything drops, but it cooks way better. It cooks more even. 
all right. All right. This guy coming out here. I'm, serious. I'm so I tired of you coming on the show away. and doing your Republican <laughs> talking points. Okay. What is, it's not a Republican I'm thing. I'm so it's just tired a good of this. Stove. It doesn't matter. Like no one's <laughs> coming. Stove. No one's going to ban them. Don't take my stuff. <laughs> no one's trying to. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Look, you can ban it. I'll, I'll take you an electric listen, one. You don't That's have fine. to have an opinion on stoves, man. I don't have an opinion. I'm just saying you literally are just like you're sitting here going like I'll just say it cooks better. I'm like you have to have an opinion. I don't have an opinion. I'm saying it cooks better. All I'm saying is stoves don't kill people. (laughs) (laughs) They kill lobsters. (laughs) Well, when your house catches on fire. (laughs) I I, you know. I told you about the butane thing, right? Mm, yeah, I spray you butane actually, all over my house. Okay, but you were like, "Oh, it's really bad to have this gas leaking in my house." Yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah. bad to have gas leaking if you're not burning it. Sure, and that the, the gas stove burns it. Look, I don't, I don't care if if they ban it and they're my not. Stove go, no one's even talking I, about not, doing that. If they ban it, I don't really care. No, I don't really oh care. Oh my they could gosh! All you electric one. Oh I just my think gosh. the come and take I'm flag so is tired hilarious. of you. <laughs> You are becoming <laughs> just a goblin of a person who Look, opens social think, media. I don't think anybody's trying to take you're it. You're opening social media and you come on here. But if they wanted to, just I'll put up a fight with my dull tomahawk. You try to take my gas stove. I'm going to tomahawk you in the neck and it's not going to hurt. You're going to kill a bruise and be real annoyed about it. Like a long line bruise and people are going to be like, what happened? You're going to be like, I tried to to take someone's (laughs) stove and the mistake was that I went by myself. You know, I realized it's a big stove. It's hard to move. Here I am with a dolly trying to get that out of the house. Come and take it. This is so stupid. (laughs) Do you do you feel it? I don't. I don't. I'm not acting like I care. All right. I just think it's a better way to cook. (laughs) (laughs) I just think that the gas stove is harder to put out with your liberal tears. You know, like (laughs) dude, no one's. So stupid. Okay, so okay. Uh, so Todd's like, put together a business plan. Tell me what you're. Sure. How am I going to get my money back? Yeah. How are you going to sell this thing? Yeah. Uh, and so he he acknowledges that well, selling how a much you, jet, How much? How much is a Harrier jet worth? It was worth thirty seven point four thirty seven dollars. So you're going to list it for thirty nine, probably. Let him talk you down. Yeah. But here's the but here's the deal. Who's the buyer? Like, is there a buyer that exists for that? Pepsi. Uh, they need one right now. To give away. Um, to give away. <laughs> now hold on though. Cause that's not a bad deal either. What? Is now you got, to- if you if you make enough points to get two jets, <laughs> cash in one of your points, get it from them, and then go to cash in your second one and also have and this like, over here be like, hey, this, also I'll sell you I'll sell you this area jet. <laughs> For a crazy markup, <laughs> because I heard that you need one right now. I know that you need a jet. is ruthless capitalism, uh, but yeah, I like is, it. That is ruthless capitalism. <laughs> but I like that. <laughs> no, okay. So uh, uh, he he says, okay, obviously selling a jet's going to be tough. Sure. Uh, so he puts together a business plan of how can we use the jet, 
And so he puts together a few options. Okay. Um, one <laughs> is my favorite one is uh, uh, treat it like an amusement park ride, like take it places and people can get a ride in the jet. Um, <clears throat> that's one seat, one seat, sure. not very practical. Licensing is probably going to be crazy. Insurance. Yeah. The whole so thing. Uh, bad idea. Um, better idea. What are you a commercial jet flyer? Yeah. No, like a commercial like fighter jet fighter jet flyer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, a better idea was to take it um, and do air shows with it. Sure. Better idea. Um, even better idea. Best idea was have it be a Hollywood loner jet and they could do it for films. Yeah, um, TV gun. shows and ads and things like that. It's like here's a real Harrier jet that you can use in your movies. Um, that was the one that Todd was like, okay, that's interesting. I think that one could actually work. Your other ideas are dumb, um, but that was stupid. <laughs> yeah, Poor those, people ideas. Yeah, those are those are Pepsi. Yeah, those are some ideas. Pepsi brain ideas you got there. <laughs> but I like this Hollywood. But thing. this Hollywood thing's a good idea. Sorry, let me talk in a language you'll understand. Me like Hollywood <laughs> idea. And so, so he says, okay, he's like, he's like, what's the plan to get all the Pepsi? And so he starts sure. crunching the numbers. And he's like, he's like, I don't know if this is going to work. He's like, I don't think that the numbers make sense for the profit. We'll be able to make off of the Hollywood loaner jet versus how much it's going to cost to warehouse this thing, hire the team to do it and buy all of this. That's, that's a lot to get 7 million points. And so they were just about to abandon the idea when Todd um, or John Leonard, the kid uh, was looking through the catalog um, just kind of almost moping because he was, he lost. <sighs> I'm acting out what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And so he's flipping through the catalog. Yeah, I had to lick the thumb, make sure he doesn't get any paper cuts. He's done. He's done a lot of this flipping. And he gets to the last page of the catalog and he notices something. At the bottom, there's a fine print that says that once you have 15 Pepsi points, you can purchase. Pepsi points for 10 cents a point. Oh, that's interesting. <clears throat> and so all he had to do is go get 15 points and then $700,000. Yeah. And then he has the Harrier jet. And so he goes back to Todd and he's like, Todd, write me a check for $700,000. And Todd's like, for, for <laughs> what? Doesn't tell him any of this. Doesn't tell him any of the backstory. That's how it would go in a, in a movie. You know, just things like, I need a check for $700,000. Slow down. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, all right. By the way, how's that jet plan coming along? He just wrote him a check for 700 grand just because he was like, all right, oh, sure. Whatever, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I think there's one in the, just check the drawer over there. There should be a couple. Yeah. Yeah. yeah underneath the, yeah, I always keep checks worth 700,000. Just, Side written unsigned. Yeah, it's underneath. Uh, there we go. Yep, right underneath <laughs> the Super Bowl rings. And uh, yep, there you go. Yes, seven hundred thousand yeah, should 000. be in there in that folder of seven hundred thousand dollar checks. <laughs> yeah. Oh nope, that's the two hundred thousand dollar check si- folder. Mm, you Pepsi idiot. brain. <laughs> uh, so he writes this seven hundred thousand dollars, seven hundred thousand and eight dollars and fifty cents for shipping and handling. Which to me, shipping a Harrier jet's much more than eight dollars. <laughs> That's how much the shipping and handling was. Well, no, I'm like pretty confident that they they put the eight dollars on there to ship the Harrier jet. I don't know, but anyways, they wrote a check for seven hundred thousand dollars, seven hundred thousand and eight dollars and fifty cents with the fifteen Pepsi points with it, and a letter that said, 
Give me a jet. <laughs> we would like to redeem. Give, <laughs> give me jet. Me jet. <laughs> it's like a ransom note with the. That's the, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick these old <laughs> magazine cutouts. Give me jet. Uh, no, it, it was like a letter that's like, like here is our 15 pesky points and seven hundred thousand dollars to redeem seven million pesky points. We would like to redeem that for a Harrier jet. Pepsi gets it, um, and they're like, <laughs> "Hold on, guys, uh, get the head of marketing over here." Yeah, so they kick it around the office. Everybody laughs at it a little bit, and they pop off a letter, send it back to him. The letter says, "Hey, hey, that was really funny. We got to go kick out of this. Here's some coupons," and it's like coupons for two free cases of oh, Pepsi. Oh, I'd be mad. <laughs> Oh, you know me. And they didn't sign. They didn't. They sent the check back, so they didn't. They didn't keep the check. Sure. They sent the check back, and they're like, "That was funny. Thanks for the laugh." And so Todd and uh, John and Todd's lawyer hop yeah, on a plane and show up at corporate. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> what I would do. I'd be like, "Let's go. Let's go. <clears throat> let's so, sue them." So they show up at corporate, and they basically say, "Hey, in this ad, you, you said, said that we could redeem for for the." The jet, and you're not following through on that. I love this, by the way. I love conflict. I've said this before. I love yeah, conflict clear. when I'm right. Yeah, yeah. Not a big fan of it when I'm wrong. <laughs> I think that's how every eight mm. operates. I I do enjoy conflict when I'm <laughs> correct, um, and I want other people to see how right I am. <laughs> you know, and that's that's the three in me is what that is. You know. Okay. So, okay. You know, you get it because you're also a see, three. I want everyone to see how right I am. I'm so smart. Okay. Jaren calls me yesterday and is like, I just want everyone to recognize oh. how smart I am. Yeah, I did. You know, I want people to know that I'm not an idiot. Yeah. Is that's that fair. what is that a crime? <laughs> <laughs> Fine. We can be vulnerable after the fiddle. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's hold our cards a little closer during the show. Let's keep my vulnerability and then your stupid ideas of how the world works. I don't have any stupid ideas of how the world works. I guarantee every morning you turn your gas stove on and you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you start your day. There's a big old inhale of your gas. Yeah, yeah. It it cooks and gives you energy. Oh, I feel great (laughs) afterward. I feel pretty dizzy after making these eggs. <laughs> I'm gonna go eat some dizzy eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I did it once. Now I can't go back. You know. <laughs> hey, thanks for checking out this episode. If you're enjoying it, make sure you subscribe. And while you're at it, leave a comment. If you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening, leave a review. That stuff really helps a lot. It really boosts us in the algorithms uh, and makes sure a lot more people get to see what we're doing. Uh, and so we appreciate that a ton. Leave that comment, leave that review, uh, and we'll see you in the next episode. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
so they threatened this legal action, and Pepsi like tried Pepsi's to offer like, them a Whoa, settlement. Hold on. Oh wow. And How so much their, was, their legal team it was like thirty-seven them, million dollars. Yeah. No, they offered them a million-dollar settlement to shut up and get out of there. And so uh, Todd and the lawyer they stepped out of the room, and Todd told uh, John he was like he was like hey that's pretty good honestly deal. this is your deal and he's like he's like I'll stand by whatever decision you want to make here. And he's like, and he he's like, like, John, I want I you want to understand. <laughs> he's like, John, I want you to understand this is a lot of money. And so he's like, he's like, do whatever you think makes sense. And they walk back in and John, John, goes, John sits down. <laughs> and John says, is John me. Oh no. <laughs> and John says, I want my jet. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah, dude. Well, it's, yeah, I'll take the jet. You uh, never take the first offer. That's the rule of life. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Never that's take that, the first yeah. thing they offer you. Yeah. When people do that, up. when people take the first thing I offer, I go. I should have said way more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So they go home. Uh, the lawyers are a little frustrated. Um, and what happens is the lawyers. Here's here's where the story gets mixed up a lot. A lot of people say that John and Todd sued Pepsi, but really Pepsi sued them first. So after they didn't take the settlement, Pepsi sued them for uh, what? I don't know. Annoying them. Uh, <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> You've been served. Okay. For you, what? You're annoying. You're just so you hard to be around. Suck to be around. <laughs> wow. You should be looking for papers tomorrow. <laughs> I will have my people contact you. <laughs> So yeah, they they go, they st- start the suit or whatever. Sure, I don't know legal terms. Um, and this excels up courts and then becomes like a thing, and the media picks it up. It becomes super popular. Um, here's a shot of uh, John on the news at the time. This is him, sure, as a child wearing his little Washington hat. Yeah, uh, and his nineties collar. Yeah, it does look like his parents had enough money for him to be a rock climber. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, and he's got his little Burger King crown in the background. Stupid little Burger King crown. <laughs> what is that? There's no way that's a Burger King crown. What is that? I like, don't know what art, it is. Some it's a candelabra. Piece. Yeah, um, and his rugby shirt. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, he's he starts doing like a press circuit almost because like uh, the news picks this up and they love this. Is he charging for for uh, appearances? I don't know. Uh, nothing ever mentioned that. I mean, Should've. dude, I'm saying if you see me on the news, one, I'm lying about everything. <laughs> two, <laughs> two, you know I'm getting paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. tell you that right now. Yeah. Does the news does like maybe national news, but does local news pay for appearances? Uh, it depends. Yeah. I yeah, I guess it depends what segment they got you on for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're like a witness, then no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, they're not paying witnesses out on the hey, streets. Did you see this? Hey, we'll pay you we'll five dollars to, to just be here. And, and here's your script. <laughs> yeah, that's sketchy. That's not news. Okay, whatever you say. <laughs> so he, uh, their lawyer says, "Hey, I'm not a contract lawyer. Like, I was just like." Todd's lawyer on retainer, like business lawyer. Sure. He's like, he's like, this is a little out of my depth. I think you need to find a new lawyer to take on Pepsi. And they're like, okay. So they, they start looking for a lawyer. Todd's uh, still involved the whole time though. Yeah. Todd's yeah. like, hey, I'm with you on this. Yeah. Todd's like, I'm backing you, John. Yeah. Which is a, a little strange because Todd's like a 47 year old dude and this is a 21 year old kid. Yeah. But if his lawyer's like, he dude, honestly, hikes with sometimes. the legal ground here, 
uh, if they're offering, because here's the thing too, if you go into headquarters yeah. and they're like, we'll give you a million dollars just to go away, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Then you know you're in something where it's yeah. like, I'm about to milk you. Yeah, yeah. You know you got. You, you know, know you got you've got something. the footing. If they're offering you a million dollars day one just to shut up and leave, mm-hmm. then you could get easily forty times that. Yep. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> so they had to go in. Gosh, search. I want to stumble into something like this so bad. <laughs> oh. Watch more TV. Yeah, I've been. I've been <laughs> staring at <laughs> TV all day, watching Waiting these commercials, for dude. I <laughs> dude. I mean, I've, I've enrolled in Vatterock College seventeen times. <laughs> Everest. <laughs> uh, so, uh, John stumbles yeah. upon a a new lawyer, uh, brand new lawyer. One of his friends that just graduated. Uh, his name is Michael Avenatti, who you might recognize that name. Yeah, it might sound familiar to you. Let me pull a picture of him. He's, he's bald, right? Uh, yeah, he's currently in jail. Yes, uh, <laughs> because he is a notoriously bad person. Um, <laughs> Uh, he is a lawyer who uh, basically just extorts people for money yeah. um, and takes on like really sketchy cases sure. and then squeezes money out of people in these cases um, is almost always on the wrong side of the equation. Yep, that guy. Yep, um, but at this time he hadn't done anything. <clears throat> sure. And so uh, John found him and uh, they kind of hit it off. They became like friends. Todd immediately was like, this guy sucks. And Todd was like, I don't want to work with this guy. Yeah. But John was like, he's great. We should work with him. He wants us to do things the new way, which is press. He's like, we got to do a lot of press stuff. Oh, interesting. And, and Todd's like, that guy's bad news. Like, we need to get away from him. And he's like, he's like, if he's going to be a part of this, I'm, I don't want to be a part of this. And so they kind of had a falling out for a minute. Um, and well, he doesn't need Todd <laughs> anymore though, because Todd didn't. Todd's seven hundred thousand isn't invested. I guess. I guess. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, I guess he doesn't really need him anymore. I would have cut him out day one. <laughs> I say when Pepsi gives me a million dollars, I would go, hey, why don't you guys take the jet home? Pepsi's going to get me home somehow. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Let Pepsi fly me home yeah. in my Harrier jet. Yeah. I'm not leaving until I leave in my Harrier jet. <laughs> will I know how to fly it? No. 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 All right. <laughs> but will it be a great 30 seconds in the air? You yes. bet. Yes, you it know? will be. Um, so I would like a Harrier jet <laughs> and a Bag of five million dollars, <laughs> just cash. And a clip-on tie. <laughs> you know. Uh, so him and Michael, uh, they kind of bro out for a little bit. They tour the country doing doing press, press tour, press stuff. Look how evil this corporation is. <clears throat> yeah. Let's get public opinion on our side. Yeah, yeah. You know, trying and to that, do it. dude. Yeah. Could I be a supervillain? Absolutely. <laughs> Here's what I notice about every supervillain in movies, though. They are filthy rich. Uh, yeah. Every villain has yeah. a layer that costs millions and millions of dollars. Yep. Okay. Yep. So you know what? It does pay to be the bad guy. <laughs> and I'm tired of acting like people are, but you know where the, you know where the Incredibles live in a three bedroom suburban home. <laughs> yeah. Well, the car you know where the villain lives in the forest. He, no, he, he under a, a waterfall. Island. Yeah. 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 With a, cause he's a bad dude. <laughs> Yeah, 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 dude. So they're running this press tour. Meanwhile, sure. Pepsi starts running our, their press tour. Yeah, all uh, of their ads are attack ads on. <laughs> <laughs> look at this dumb kid. <laughs> if this you don't want to be like this idiot, yeah. drink Pepsi. Yeah, he's got a gas stove. <laughs> Stop. What? Is, why do you keep doing that? I just think they're cool. It's man. not about it. <laughs> 
No. Uh, so uh, they, Pepsi starts running their campaign. Sure. They uh, quietly change the ad to 700 million points and add a disclaimer line that says there's no heritage that we're just kidding. Uh, which it seems like they're saying, oh yeah, we should have done that in the first place. Yes, um, which is an admission of guilt. Yeah, yeah. So, dude, I'm not even a lawyer, and I win that case. <laughs> so oh they, golly, dude. this goes to court. I'm so jealous of this kid. Right this now. goes to court. Uh, um, they actually, uh, Michael and John, the sketchy lawyer, Michael, yeah, and John uh, end up having a falling out, and then Todd shows back up. And what the is scene, the what is the lawyer Michael in jail for right now? Extortion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He. uh I can't remember what case was the extortion case, but he's he's been in some very high profile cases. Yeah, and it's all been sketchy stuff like this, where he's been like twisting some corporation's arm sure. or some individual's arm um, out of millions of dollars. Yep, uh, and and using public opinion in a sketchy way to yeah do that almost blackmail, honestly. Um, but uh, they had the falling out, and then they get new lawyers. They stand on court in court in New York. Um, before, unfortunately, Judge Kimba Wood, who was notorious for, for drinking four gallons of Pepsi every day, <laughs> huge Pepsi fan. She came in with one of those those big those big jugs, the big gulp jug. <laughs> yeah, like that. The Pepsi. <laughs> what do you got in there? Pepsi. <laughs> Is this Pepsi or Coke? Can you tell? I can tell. <laughs> All right, let's get started. All right, Pepsi versus I don't know some kid who doesn't like Pepsi. <laughs> now, uh, <sighs> does that after every sip too? <laughs> like a little so kid. loud, <laughs> so annoying. Uh, yeah, so she she was notorious for being sympathetic towards corporations. Uh, uh, so a pretty rough rough situation sure. there. Uh, luckily, uh, John's lawyers were able to argue that a judge could not rule this case because the concept of the case was that um, the ad was misleading towards someone John's age to make them think that they could get it. So there had to be a jury of people John's age. And so that's what they did. They went and they found a jury of people's John's age. That's interesting. A long three year battle um, fighting this case. Uh, Unfortunately, they ended up ruling in favor of Pepsi, saying that no way. What they said is that here's, the, here's their three points. Satire is protected. Here's the three points that they said. No reasonable person would believe. <laughs> it was found that the advertisement featuring the jet did not constitute an offer under the restatement second of contracts, which basically says that uh, an advertisement is not a legally binding contract. Um, so you can. Advertise something that's, and you don't necessarily have to follow through on it. That's not true, which though. is weird because you can get in trouble for false advertisement. So I don't understand where the variation is there, but that is a thing. Apparently the second point, the court found that even the even if the advertisement had been an offer, no reasonable person could have believed that the company yep, seriously no intended to convey yep. I a hate jet when worth argument. roughly three point seven million dollars uh, could be purchased for seven hundred thousand dollars. And then the third point was that the value of the alleged contract meant that it fell under the provisions of a statute of frauds, but the statute's requirement f- uh, was for a written agreement between parties 
that was never fulfilled, so a contract had not been formed. So basically, they had to have signed a contract before he set the $700,000 for it to be considered fraud. Um, but since there was no contract before, they decided that he didn't have a case. Here's what's really interesting. All this happened. The court case happened. They lost. Todd and John went on with their lives. Um, they kept climbing stuff. They actually together climbed a mountain on every continent, uh, which is kind of cool. He always ends um, with like, this most irrelevant information I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, and then Todd died, and so did John. They didn't die. Um, but here's, here's what's interesting. They got contacted after Tiger King because there's these people looking for documentary, documentary options. Sure. And he said, he said after Tiger King came out, he said, we started getting calls all the time for documentary opportunities. And he said, we were just kind of waiting for the right offer. They finally got the offer that they wanted. This Netflix documentary got put together. And in the documentary, they had <laughs> the third-party advertising agency that put on this campaign. Sure. Um, which had never spoken publicly about the event. Um, and the guy who like was the editorial lead on the campaign said that when they put the, together the campaign, they had the, the jet was 7 billion points and they sent it to, to Pepsi and Pepsi said, that's hard to read. Can you make it 700 million? And they dropped it to 700 million and they sent it back to Pepsi and Pepsi said, that's still really hard to read. What about 7 million? And they sent it back to Pepsi with seven million, and legal flagged it and said, "Do you think that this would be believable <laughs> if it's seven million? Should it be higher?" And they said, "Oh, no way! No one would think it was believable." And they published it, and then they followed like, and then all. Do this they have a paper trail of that? Uh, I don't know. They must not, because as far as I know, nothing else has happened on this. So. That's, they must not have dude, a paper trail. That's what I'm saying is that, that that's why I would not feel bad at all going after corporations. Yeah, I don't feel bad at all. Yeah. Because that's mm, that makes me so irrationally rough? angry. Isn't that rough? And like it's not it's not consequential to anything in my life, but it, I'm gonna I'm gonna be mad about it for like three weeks. <laughs> I'm so serious. I'm, dude. I'm serious too. When I saw that, I was I was pretty I bad. also think though speaking of the Tiger King documentary stuff, I think that, you know, I think there's a lot. Right now, there's a camera crew uh, in you know middle of nowhere, Kentucky, <laughs> following around a insane person around their yeah. backyard. You know, and every night they go back to their hotel with their little beanie and their stupid little glasses, <laughs> and they're editing a documentary that we aren't going to see for like four years. You know, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. like they're telling their friends, they're like, "Dude, this guy's bonkers!" <laughs> like when this documentary yeah. comes out, it's going to be the it's next viral crazy. hit, right? And none of their friends believe it. Yeah, it's like whatever. Like, but whatever, we're not going to know about it until 2028, and then by that time, Netflix goes under, and then all that work was for nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right now, I mean, I think about that all the time because yeah. I remember seeing the Tiger King. Yeah. Uh, his presidential bid. Yep. When yep. he ran for president, I remember yeah. seeing that video yeah. because we lived in Southwest Missouri. It yep. was close enough yep. that we were in that little range of internet that it, it went on. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it didn't go saying. crazy viral. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, you know, and then uh, and during there that, there was a camera crew there that we had no idea about. That was them. So I think all the time there's some weird little hipsters that live in that Seattle, filming something right scattered now. across the country, filming something that's gonna blow our minds in a couple of years. Yeah, just you wait. Yeah, just you wait. Did you guys get that? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was gonna be good. Yeah, that would be a good. I could write it that again. That would be a good bit. I could write it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait till you guys see how crazy Jaren is behind the scenes. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
It was the breath. <laughs> I know I couldn't recreate it. I tried to stay. I tried to stay straight face too. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they didn't get the jet. Um, Dad, come at me. They did climb every mountain in the world, or every mountain, one mountain on every continent. <laughs> every mountain. <laughs> Uh, he still drinks Pepsi. Uh, Todd doesn't. John does. Uh, I wouldn't. Yeah. Out of principle. Yeah, they asked him in the documentary. They'd they never like, get a dime from me again. They asked him in the documentary. They were like, you still drink it? He's like, ah, yeah. He did he have to pay all the legal fees then? No, Todd did. <laughs> Todd paid all the legal fees? Yeah, Todd covered it. I mean, it wasn't like... like Todd was like, ah, you tried, son. You tried. <laughs> Todd you know? kinda, honestly, that kind of was his attitude. He he treated it like it was he was his dad and this Kid was man. trying out business, and it's man. And maybe he should have taken the first offer. That's the lesson. Take the first offer. <laughs> <laughs> we should start a car dealership called Take the First Offer. <laughs> I think that's just car math. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. So um, didn't work out for them. Um, he's now a John is now a uh, state cashier. Or, no, a uh, state trooper. No, not a state trooper. A uh, state legislator. A park. A park ranger. That's what it is. A park ranger. Oh, interesting. Because in he climbs stuff. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And then uh, uh, Todd is still just a rich guy that climbs stuff sometimes. Dude, he doesn't do mountains anymore. That's <laughs> the stuff that stuff. would get me involved in politics just to change laws. Yeah, and then just bring the hammer down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the story of uh, Leonard versus PepsiCo. That's actually a famous like law school case. Example, now. Yeah, like yeah, every yeah. law school before you finish law school, you'll you'll look at that case and study what how happened wrong there. it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You hope. I mean, or like, hey, here's how good lawyers got Pepsi out of this. Yeah, kind of. Frick. I mean, if you're if you're, I mean, yeah, it really comes down to your representation and like, <clears throat> if you're a solid lawyer, what sucks is that it's all interpretation of the law. Yeah, and then you could, man. They just have the manpower. They have money yeah. to hire. That's what it, yeah, whoever has the better lawyers wins in this country. <sighs> yeah, it's a good time. So, so anyway, anyways, uh, I gotta, I gotta end this episode because I gotta, I gotta pet pee. <laughs> you know <what> I'm talking <laughs> about? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go to the bathroom. Okay, cool, cool. Well, we can fiddle off Pepsi. Well, we can't fiddle off Pepsi. Well, yet. Uh, why not? We don't have enough points. <laughs> Somebody drink some more Pepsi. To fit a law is 700 billion points. Oh my gosh. And it's going to be a while before we get that. We got to drink some more Pepsi. All right, drink your Pepsi. (laughs) (sighs) Thanks, Judge. (laughs) (sighs) All right, I've had enough of this bit. We can end that. Things I Learned Last Night is a production of Space Tim Media. Produced by Christian Taylor. Audio is edited by Alex Garnett. Video by Connor Betts. Social media is run by Caleb Walker. And graphic design by Caleb Goldberg. Our hosts are Jaron Myers and Tim Stone. Please follow us on social media at Tillin Podcast. That's T-I-L-L-N Podcast. Leave a review, comment, subscribe, wherever you are. Thank you for listening to Things I Learned Last Night.